Hey everybody, I'm Brian. And I'm Dave. And this is Corona with a Virus. <laughs> <laughs> the disease where we speculate about the pandemic that is striking the world. Often unhealthily. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. So off to a great start already on preview with the prior. That's right. <laughs> so Dave and I are in uh, New Daveland, right? I think that's what we settled upon the what, name of your. Remember anybody that played Plague Inc.? Remember Plague Inc.? No. Oh man, Greenland. Uh, okay, so Plague Inc. is uh, you're trying to spread an epidemic that kills the world, mm-hmm. and you use ship travel and air travel. It's a little app game for your phone. Okay, real, real simple game, and. Uh, you know, you give it strengths and weaknesses and all this stuff, but Greenland mm-hmm. was always the hardest one because mm-hmm. there's one port. Ah, so you would fail if you couldn't get Greenland right away. They'd shut it down. Mm-hmm. You could never get there because when countries catch on, that's another thing is you have to infect the country before it closes its borders. Okay, so we are the like the Greenland of Plague Inc. We're in New Daveland. New Daveland, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, today we're going to talk about episode five hundred three of Better Call Saul, titled "What Dave." I haven't looked yet. It's called The Guy for This. <laughs> the, not a heart song. No. Not a heart song. Although, female-fronted band, The Guy for This, kind of, this is kind of appropriate. <laughs> the episode description is, Jimmy's business enters uncharted territory. Kim's confidence is tested when she's faced with a legal problem only she can solve. Hmm. Hmm. Nacho oh. navigates increased pressure from Gus, and Mike continues to spiral. More forced scenes of Mike flipping out for no reason. <laughs> Nacho's not going to get busted by the DEA. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. So we could talk about that in a minute, but do you want to do listener correspondence first? Yeah, let's drop it. All right. I always like whenever we do that, we have to pretend like we have a soundboard because you right. put that in in post. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we we're... sit here and sing the jingle to ourselves. <laughs> Don't have the technology yet. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Dave. Let's do like a uh, five real quick. Five. Yeah. Let's see here. <laughs> Lava Lamp says, change your bio. <laughs> you know, he did that to us for uh, season four also. Yes, I know. It's, it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's a joke. Okay, well, let's start at the top of the list here. Here, I got a good one from uh, speaking of Lava. <laughs> he actually sent us some um, He actually sent us uh, some messages on Facebook. Lots of corrections and, uh, you know, like his view on things. And it's a ton. Um, So I'm not going to go through them all, but I I have been messaging him back and he brings up a lot of good stuff. So we'll we'll bring it up over the course of of, uh, the season, I guess. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's so many, but it's awesome. I'm glad that he does that, you know? Yeah. What did we get wrong this time? mm -hmm. So again, I think this is like, especially since it's our first preview with the prior, we should once again say... uh, you and I do not claim to be experts. Nope. And uh, we're we're not even uh, like other podcasts where we'll comb through every episode prior. Nope. Because the whole concept of this is like Dave and I are just kind of your buddies on the couch. Yeah, take that at Ekmir. <laughs> Who told us? <laughs> I hope you go through previous episodes 
So that way you're not missing a bunch of stuff that we have to correct you on. So. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we try. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, that's a that's a that's a huge commitment to watch. <laughs> it is for other it, seasons. It, we can barely. I think I sent you last week's episode half an hour or during the airing of the right, show. Exactly, I'm emailing you the episode. <laughs> and and that's not saying you guys don't have lies and stuff like that. It's just right. like, for whatever reason, it just doesn't work out with Dave and I. And that's kind of. I don't think that'd be fun for us. I think that would take all the fun. Yeah, I would. I actually probably would enjoy that aspect of it a little bit more mm-hmm. than you would. Yeah, <laughs> but I know I like our take of just we're just surface level observation because why put out the same podcast as other people? Right. We're here for the jokes, folks. And I, I find a lot of times uh, those people that like get really deep into it too are kind of um, pompous and they're like know it all. Yeah. Except unless they tell us about it, then we love you guys and keep right. doing it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess <laughs> so. Lovell is is awesome, and uh, so of all all the things that he writes to, to correct us and stuff like that, um, I, I totally pre uh, appreciate. Uh, and I wrote him back. I go he because he prefaced it with this might get me like banned from the podcast or corresponding with you guys, something to that effect. <laughs> and I'm like, no, dude, not at all. No, and, not at all. And this is exactly what I wrote for him. Wrote back to him. I said. I said, first off, I love it. I love it when people send us stuff like that. It mm-hmm. makes it fun. Yes. It'd be like if there's like 20,000 of us sitting in a room or whatever it is. Yes. And everybody's just like giving their interpretations like right after the show and, you know, and telling us how stupid we are or stuff, you know, yeah. that, that we catch or different. So that, that, that's what the fun of it is to me. So I wrote, uh, Dave and I aren't perfect and we definitely don't see ourselves as any sort of authority on Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul. We're just two dudes that like the show and like chatting with other about us, which is true, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And he said, and I fucking love you guys for it, which is nice because awesome. he gets it. <laughs> and to, I hope- to your point, like, uh, I've been on Twitter zero times since last season of Better mm-hmm. Call Saul, and I've been on it every day since we started doing the podcast <laughs> because I want to see what people are saying. I try to interact. Usually I just like comments Mm -hmm. you know but i try and throw some stuff back there but yeah i want to see what people are saying what they want to tell us i want to interact you guys keep me on twitter and i hate you for that (laughs) and i wish i remembered who it was but somebody wrote um somebody it might have been lava but somebody uh wrote something to the effect of uh brian claims that he has been wrong only once in his entire life (laughs) and this is false I'm going to have to fact check that because I don't think that's true. <laughs> I claim Brian's been wrong several times. So. I probably said five things wrong since I walked in the door to five minutes ago. <laughs> it's not even my house. <laughs> we just showed up. Is that why that lady was mad in the kitchen? <laughs> All right, Dave, give us another comment. Uh, okay, Mall of America. Welcome back, Mall of America. It's good to hear from you also. Uh, he had a lot, a few things to say. He agrees Werner Ziegler was off for getting homesick and bolting, period. His demise just happened to be convenient for Gus to use as part of his confession regarding the stepped-on product. Yeah. Because we went back and forth on that. We weren't, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if he, if he, if that was a convenient excuse or not. So, Mall of America agrees on that part. I don't even remember the context of this. No, I, like what Gus. Was, Gus said that Werner stole right, drugs. Right. I remember. No, I remember that. I just don't remember the context of our conversation. About oh, it. that's all we were debating it. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, Lava 
Actually, I also brought up a good point. He's like, you know, Gus does speak German because the conglomerate that he works for is German-based. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, right on. Also, Ekmir, I'm probably pronouncing your name wrong, JTR7. Uh, The vid did not mention the scene in Season 3, Episode 8, Slip, where Jimmy and Marco break into their father's convenience store to retrieve the box hidden up in the ceiling. It's shaking to verify the contents are still within but not opened. Mm Mm-hmm. That was about the Band-Aid box of cubic crystallized carbon, Ooh. which apparently is also a nod to Marathon Man. That's pretty interesting, so thank you. Cubic crystallized carbon. Yeah. So diamonds? <laughs> cubic. <laughs> Isn't that what diamonds are? That's what you fool your girlfriend into thinking you're getting oh, diamonds. Yeah. yeah. I only buy diamonds if they're at least 50% blood. <laughs> <laughs> blood diamonds. <laughs> I'm not talking like, uh, you know, like, the exploitation of slave labor. Right. No. No. I'm I'm talking like if it's <laughs> if it's like been initiated into the blood street gang. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See what you have to do is, is like the, if the diamond's not shiny, you gotta flash your heart headlights at it. Right, exactly. I actually just this morning watched a thing Urban Legends mm-hmm. on Prime. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. So I just skipped to the end because they give you three and you gotta pick which one's right. Do they ever tell you which one's right? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it was not that one. No. <laughs> but that one went that this this guy wanted to join the gang to impress his mentor, so he went out to do it. So he flipped his headlights off. His mentor saw his car, but was driving a different car than he's used to. Mm-hmm. So he flashed him like, hey, I want to talk to you. And he got out and shot his mentor. Nice. False. Oh, that would have been That dude was the best actor, though, because his story, I was watching him tell the story. I was like, this guy's legit. He had details, (laughs) but it's like, you know, when you're lying, you know, to bring it back to Saul, when Jimmy's lying, he offers more details. I think had that been true, though, then, like, I would think that the mentor, that would have been his proudest moment (laughs) if he's, (laughs) like, the mentor, right? Like, like if he's he's trying to train somebody to be a hardcore thug, gangsta. Right. And then, you know, died doing what he loved. Died doing what he loved. Trying not to die. (laughs) (laughs) All right, one more. Let's talk about this episode. All right. At Happy Joe. I don't know if that's the whole name. It cuts off on my phone here. Uh, Joey Franchise. Mm -hmm. Per the poker discussion, Crazy 8, 1 million percent let him win. He wasn't bluffed. He knew he had the winner, but laid it down knowing he folded the best hand. Mm-hmm. Only calling there would have been a very passive play. Oh, you're speaking my language now, dude. But folding <laughs> with a set there, never. It's safe to say safe to say none of these guys are professional-level players, which makes him thinking he's be even less likely, which means like him thinking he's got a set is probably going to be the best hand because bad players think their hands are a lot better. Right. It actually takes a better player to lay that hand down. They think they're somehow beat. Hmm. Yeah, so yeah, he would have, uh, and I like how you put in there, making that play, he'd have come over the top hard. Mm-hmm. That's a very popular phrase in the poker world. Yeah. You, yeah. First, you got to turn your hat around backwards. Right, well, yeah. You know, I mean, after you're wanna... exercising your semi-truck. Right, you, you don't want to look stupid. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't want to look stupid. The So, again, the only legitimate way to play poker is Blind. in a dark room with a singular, yes. <laughs> a singular light. Positioned perfectly over the middle of the table. While being watched by a car full of people that are flashing their lights at you. Well, yeah, of course. But then you're supposed to go run out and shoot them. See, they failed the initiation. Right. Uh, what a bunch of losers. <laughs> stupid Nacho's dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go. The guy for this. Let's let's take this line by line. Jimmy's business enters uncharted territory. So as the rest of development told us that everything on earth has already been charted. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So yeah. this must be metaphorical. Well, yeah, that's what I... Legitimate? <laughs> <laughs> that's uncharted, uncharted territory for Jimmy. <laughs> he actually has to be legitimate. Like he, like he's like working. Like he just starts decide to work on like moving violations, <laughs> trying to get people out of like parking, parking violations. <laughs> I'm trying to think what would be uncharted territory for Jimmy. Uh, what about like major crimes, like murder? Maybe that's it because he's been dealing with petty stuff, right? Because then it would, it would bite him in he the did, ass, right? Well, he said nonviolent felonies, half off, right? I think I remember that phrase. So maybe violent felonies would be uncharted territory. That, that's what I'm saying, like, because yeah. like I think they kind of established that he's kind of encouraging, mm-hmm. you know, uh, shitty people to act shitty, right? Right. So what happens if somebody has his card and commits like a murder? Ooh, yeah, with his card. And like obviously he doesn't get the fifty percent off, yeah. Right? You know, restrictions mm. apply. Participating right. that's violent felony. Par- so, participating you know. Saul's only. Participating Saul's only. Yeah, you know what I mean though. Like yeah. like uh, so because if if you were like Jimmy who kind of like revels in performing those services where you kind of can skirt the law a little bit on technicalities because they mm-hmm. are non nonviolent feminine. Or or take Felonies. or take different pleas and stuff like that. Yeah. To, you know, well, what happens if it's like indisputable, like <laughs> like a life sentence, you like know. third degree murder? Right. You know what I mean? How do you how do you weasel out of that one? Because because the thing is, is like everybody. That's when kinda, the skin falls off, right? Yes. Third degree murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blisters, at least. <laughs> That's second degree murder. Right. But you know what I mean? Like like because because part of his charm is that even though people. See him as a sleaze. Part of his charm is that he's incredibly likable, right? Right. But if you used your sleaze to uh, in in something as high stakes as actual like premeditated murder mm-hmm. or something like that, right? I feel like that would be uncharted territory. Interesting. Well, that'd be have to be murder one. Or what if it was something like completely noble, like um, justifiable like, homicide? <laughs> no, like uh. Like what would be a noble thing for like um helium? Like a charity. <laughs> it's a noble guess. <laughs> like like a charity or like a like a child adoption or something like that. You mm. know what I mean? Like working some obscure I feel like it has to be either something incredibly benign yeah. or something super ridiculously um egregious. Hmm. Because he kind of revels in the middle ground there, right? Right. Yeah. So totally. if it, if it's something that's completely foreign to him, it would have to be something. It would have to be like some some difficult thing where he would actually be like the hero out of it, doing one hundred percent the right thing, mm-hmm. or trying to be Saul Goodman and try to get off a like a serial killer or mm-hmm. something like that. Interesting. Yeah, those are my thoughts on that. Kim's confidence is tested when she's faced with a legal problem only she can solve. A legal problem only she can solve. Embezzlement. Right? Because she worked for bankers. Right? Yeah, could be. Could be. The green the, table. Oh, what if they brought in Benneke? No, because Benneke didn't get busted for embezzling until way later in Breaking Bad. Um, yeah, it could be something like that. Or uh, what if it's uh, related to that kid where Jimmy wanted to pull the scam? Mm-hmm. She said no, and then she did the scam. For basically lying to her client, right? She kind right. of gaslit her client, right? <laughs> <laughs> so in that case, if only if only she could solve it, she she maybe she buys into Jimmy's shenanigans, right? Which she mm-hmm. did, 
Mm-hmm. And then she kind of like changed the thinking of her client. Mm-hmm. And then if that snowballs in a bad direction, she wouldn't be able to like really get help from Jimmy, right? Because she kind of created. That's her. It was all her. Yeah. So maybe that's like she, only she can solve that because even though she like bought into his shenanigans. Right. You know, it's not like she can be like, like if it's something really bad or something really goes haywire, it's not like she can be like. All right, well, me and the dude I live with, like, just tried to kind of, like, scam this guy to, like, actually help him. <laughs> right, But now that, like, him. shit got real, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not like she can go back to him and do it. Right. In all honesty, it's probably something I left field that we're not even thinking about. Yeah, I'd say that's probably, like, 100%. She, like, she, gets, a, she gets her car towed or something for mm-hmm. parking in front of a fire hydrant or something like that. Nacho navigates increased <laughs> Nacho navigates increased pressure from Gus. What's with all the nautical terms? You got unchartered navigation. Uh yeah, that's it. Um he's he's probably just pressuring him to with Lalo. Lalo's getting too close. Lalo's yeah. starting to figure a lot more things out. So he's got to get even closer to Lalo's hip. Yeah, and I mean he wasn't convinced at all by the shenanigans of Gus bringing him to his uh, chicken chiller. Right. Right. You know, the whole slap on the back, like South Wall is going to look real nice. Right. I like how he does like the click and the, like the, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like the click nod, click, click nod, click nod and wink. That's, that's a power <laughs> move. <laughs> Call that the clink. That, there, if you will. Yeah. That's, that's when you know somebody has your number. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? The only thing missing is the guns. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> that's when she gets super real. Was that Fresh Prince? He gave me the wink and the gun. Like, right. <laughs> And Mike continues to spiral. So obviously, okay. So I know the whole scene yelling at the granddaughter. We we both kind of saw that as kind of like real. The, there was no like build up to it, right? Right. It just seemed like super forced and su- super out of left field. Yes. And really glad we did get a couple of uh, listener correspondence about people agreeing with us. Mm-hmm. That it was kind of out of left field, kind of forced. So if it's like um, Mike continues to spiral, this might be the aftermath of that, right? Like this could be like um, him feeling like a complete asshole, which hurts him even more than losing his temper. Yeah, because right? he, he, he feels bad. And he was there helping her. Right. It made her feel unsafe in her own home. Right. And then it's kind of stormed out of the house without any explanation. And now, now that step has a crooked, you know, thing. Slip pad, slip non, pad, non there slip, you go. Non slip grip traction pad. Yes, the the step has now has a crooked traction pad. Right, and uh, so I'm sure the aftermath of that, um, Stacy's probably gonna have something whiny to say about it. <laughs> All uppity and shit. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like he might have just like he might have just pissed away any connection that he had to his extended family, which would make sense, I guess, for the character in the future. But they don't in Breaking Bad. Yeah. So no. But it's probably maybe temporarily. Yeah, I was gonna say this can be a, just an issue that gets resolved, right? You know, which will probably happen. So this, so this might be more of like the emotional aftermath of him losing it, or maybe this will be like you know when the classic montage of like you're walking towards the camera and all the the signs from all the bars you've been going to, yeah, yeah. while he's on a bender, <laughs> right? Because he's spiraling out of control. Maybe he just goes on a bender, like low saxophone music in the back. Well, he does like right. PBR. That's true. Remember, we did, we did yeah. establish that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they kind of made it a big focal point in the scene. Yeah. So product placement. Yeah. Way to go, PBR. Your hard coffee's pretty tasty. Not a sponsor. <laughs> it really well, is. It's this really tasty drink, actually. 
What's that? The hard coffee is a really tasty drink. Yeah? Tastes like a chocolate milkshake. Ugh. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like beer, so it's tasty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I guess those are kind of our, our predictions for preview with a prior. Um, I'm kind of excited to watch it, though, because I've kind of had to stop myself from watching it several times now. Well, thank you, because I do like doing preview with a prior. We'll see if we can get this out prior to the episode. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we did this like similar last two seasons because one and two, even though we get it so, you know, like it's it's weird because we literally get it over a month in advance, mm-hmm. but then you're amazed like how quick that sneaks up on you when right. you're trying. Because amazingly enough, we've somehow, with few exceptions, managed to be pretty damn consistent of being the first people out right as the credits roll. Right. Right? Right. And uh, so it's weird that things sneak up on us when we have it a month out. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. We got this in our email. And then next yeah. thing you know, it's like, oh, shit, the show starts next like, week. Yeah. We better- you, you were you texted me last week. You're like, you know, would you send me the screenshot of like the debut of the yeah. show? And you're like, just saying. And I was like, well, I've been thinking about it for two weeks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got plenty of time to do this. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, crap, it's tomorrow. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, Dave and I are going to turn on, uh, turn Wait, on. Before we go, uh huh. I was going to, we, we did say I was going to say this before. Okay. One more listener correspondence about, uh, John Miller at Johnny Hands one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim and perhaps Kim did do some gaslighting of Chuck in season three, or was it two, by changing the digits of the Mesa Verde building. But I don't consider that gaslighting because they scammed. They weren't trying to, so doubt and Chuck, they were just trying to make him make a mistake, sabotage him, so we lose the case. Yeah, because although, they, they switched the letters, right? Yeah, although inadvertently they might have caused Chuck's demise because he did start doubting himself after that. Well, I mean, but because ga- gaslighting, as far as I understand it, would be something like if I, if I just like passively told my wife every day that that uh, she was crazy, right? right. Right, and then the one time she makes a mistake, be, then be like, well, you do that all the time because I've been telling you you're crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I feel that's what gaslighting is. It's like, because that's so in the season to make somebody, mm. you know, basically pulling a trick on somebody, I don't think yeah. really qualifies as gaslighting. Right. Unless they kept telling him that he was nuts. Which he never did. He kept telling him he was sane, right? And he, he tried to, like, talk him out of that at first, didn't he? He never told chuck like oh yeah you're losing your mind you're crazy you don't know what's going on yeah i don't think so i think they just kind of like right like, because was, jimmy was, was convinced that, that chuck Anybody. felt it for a while yeah he was convinced right because yeah so all right well either way i think if we established anything <laughs> it's that nobody really knows what the hell gaslighting means <laughs> if we established anything is that when we try to correct ourselves we say more wrong shit right <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh, that's listener correspondence. That's our thoughts on the upcoming show. Dave and I are going to watch this. Make sure to hit us up on Twitter at I S G M podcast. And it's funny. I still have to think about that. As I say, <laughs> I, yes. So good. Mind. Oh, we didn't talk about the guy that stole our card either. Oh yeah. And big ups to the dude in San Antonio, Texas that stole our lame ass. First off. Okay. So for those of you that don't know, I posted on Twitter, but this guy texts me over Facebook and he's like, Hey, I'd like to buy a TV. Cool, bro. I don't sell. I don't sell. <laughs> right. This is a podcast, but yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool, bro. I don't sell TVs. <laughs> Wrong medium. And he's like, yes, you do. I'm like, dude, I don't sell TVs. He's like, I bought one from you last year. And then he <laughs> sends me a picture of a card. This card is bright orange that uh, 
that is the logo from our podcast. And I'm like laughing. I'm like, dude, I, I don't sell or install TVs. I'm a shitty podcast from Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> that guy stole our logo for his card. So then I called the number on the card. And the dude, I, I was just like, uh, yeah, hi, is this uh, it's Saul Goodman? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I'm like, uh, what do you install? <laughs> and he's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm like, I have a card here that says you in, in, in service and installation. I'm like, what do you install? And he's like, oh, well, TVs. And I'm like, oh, I'm like because <laughs> I'm like because I'm uh, I'm the producer and host of it's all good man podcast a podcast based on AMC's Better Call Saul, and you stole our logo. I'm like, so I just wanted to see what you installed. So he just kind of laughed, and he's like, yeah, well, you know, my name is Saul, and I searched online for something to to do with the show, and uh, I came across your logo. No apology, no nothing. It was just like very matter-of-fact, and I was just like, cool. <laughs> that was it. Well, so, we didn't trademark it, so apparently, uh, did you trademark it? I didn't. I, I don't it. even think we can, man. I, I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't even be worth our time. That's what somebody said. They're like, "Are you going to sue the guy?" I'm like, "For oh, what? Why? What? I'm going to spend thousands of dollars to like win a battle over a fucking <laughs> yeah. like people don't do that shit. It's pretty much the equivalent of like when you see a plumber's van with like a shittily painted picture of Mario on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the same thing. Like, why get mad? I, we do this for fun. Right. You know what I mean? And, and, and you know, if we're helping his business, then so be it. Good on that guy. Fuck it. You know, give him a five star review. So here's here's the uh, <laughs> so here's the second part of this story. So I think I've been pretty vocal. I fucking hate Reddit, but the mm-hmm. but the thing is, is like Reddit, like there's a lot of good information on there. Like you know, like I've, I've been building like a pinball machine and an arcade machine as like a hobby. You know, and Reddit has good information. Like let's face it as much as reddit fucking sucks they have a lot of good information mm-hmm. about everything mm-hmm. so i'm like you know what for once i'm gonna participate in reddit and you know they have like the different subreddits like mildly interesting like and and better call saw you gotta use, so reddit better call saw you gotta use the small b and better call saw I, I don't get the joke on that um no do i and uh and there's probably some people that are listening right now that go to reddit better call saw so like oh yeah i'm sure so like hey how's it going <laughs> but so i just post on there thinking that this would be people would find this as funny as i did mm-hmm. and i'm like this guy from san antonio stole our podcast logo for his business card and i posted it on there and instead of like i guess i could have been more clear that i thought it was funny but people are like oh yeah like this your logo and like basically we're like it is yeah they're like you, well you you designed that logo well i mean but they're like but their thing was you selected the font you selected the color scheme. <laughs> Look, I sat down for 15 minutes on Microsoft Paint and I put that together, which is true because I, I literally did on Microsoft Paint. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> and um, but it, it was funny because like all these people are like, oh well, well you fucking stole it from like the TV show Better Call Saul, and like basically people were really aggressive about it and didn't see it as funny as I did, mm-hmm. and I'm just like. I what a bunch of miserable fucks like I, like, <laughs> like so I even put on there I'm like you are a miserable I'm fucks. like no I'm like see you next Tuesday no right uh, but no I was just like okay so I'm like I basically put on the the humor of it to me is this guy for his business card stole a shitty logo I made in oh in MS Paint for a show that I talk about on our shitty podcast mm-hmm. for a show that's wildly successful. Mm-hmm. So I find that funny because it was like secondhand bootlegging. Right. It was basically like when you re-record a tape that you recorded off the radio. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and I found that funny, but people are taking like serious umbrage to this. 
And uh, it just makes me hate Reddit even more. Just, I hate people. Yeah. Like, it... <laughs> I'm just like laughing. I'm like, I'm like, the best part about it is, is that I like to think that some of those people were like, oh man, I was on Reddit and I totally told this guy from the better call from his all <laughs> give me a podcast. He stole his logo and somebody stole from him. <laughs> like that's how I imagine it I'll, went down. Yeah, I'll show him. Keyboard yeah. warriors. Right. Oh, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I was just saying before, I tried to casually Twitter today and I made it one post. One post, and it was a social justice thing, and I just shut it off. I was like, okay, I'm done. I, I, I check it's all good, man. I got off. I'm done. So I guess my point is, uh, long story short, um, if you need TV and installation, look up It's All Good Man of San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> Tell them that Brian from the podcast sent you. And also, if you're on Reddit, better call Saul. I love you. <laughs> oh, we should start like a viral like a campaign. Just Everybody just like call that guy and like tell him Brian and Dave sent you. Maybe he'll give him a the ISGM podcast sent you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, guys. Or just start this. calling him with your wicked theories about Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said his name was Saul. Right. So you have to refer to him as if he's in the show. There you go. Be like, hey, Saul. Hey, <laughs> I love that scene where, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and Kim got into it. Saul, you get like all these crazy ideas. Like, how do you come up with that, man? <laughs> <laughs> so you're the magic man, huh? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's watch this show.